Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just found out my married son had an affair, and the woman may be pregnant. We should we should edit that out. We would go to the bathroom somewhere. Not you guys exactly. want to talk about boobs for a quick second? Teat's not exactly that long. Like it's not like it was a, it was like a <laughs> teepididymis. I think my life without television would have been drastically different. All I feel I do is give people pizza. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that actually. I've never in my life hit a pinata. There were daddy conversations, there were mommy conversations. This was a mistake. Having you on the show was a mistake. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. Should be like sports. What's up, everybody? We are back here, Albi, episode number eight. What's up, Chris? Hi. We've basically just kind of given up on on life here. It's just me and Chris this time. Just me and you, pal. The way it's meant to be. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know that you've given up. I think this is something that you've tried very hard to do as you got me out of bed today to do this. Yeah, big. Um, Before dawn. When I when I specifically asked not to do that. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, in fact, I asked, I'm just gonna, I asked to just not be a part of this. And, and here we are. And not only am I a big part of it, we've gotten rid of one person, so now I have to do more talking. Mm-hmm. And we're now in my apartment. Uh, which is something I also said I suggest that we never do. Yeah. And this is the second week in a row that we're doing that. Yeah, thanks for so, having us. you got it. Uh, I just want to start off by saying that I'm not excited uh, about the circumstances today, but I will give it my best. I believe they call that a bait and switch. Uh, originally, you were just kind of supposed to fill in, man. Yeah, you know, like get this format down. What do we think? But I'll tell you what, Chris. You know, we caught a little – this whole thing, to be fair, was your idea. The entire concept was your idea, Right. And at this point, you know, it just doesn't go the same. We didn't expect anybody to listen. Now people are listening. We've got a ton of people writing in, Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. It's literally flooded. My Venmo is Chris Manzo 8. <laughs> and if that's not literally flooded, Chris Manzo 8, if that's not literally flooded, I'm holding my voice hostage. It'll never be on this fucking podcast. Again. Wow, look at him. He's playing hardball. Yeah, I want I want to get paid for this. This is shit. usually where I would like kick it out to the third person, but it's not here. It's just me and you. Face well, off. Well, we face have off. A, we have a second and a half person, someone that um, is here because he's a friend of ours. Oh, he'll support just about anything that we do, and he's here just hanging out. But if you're in the room with us uh, and you're not a producer, we ask that you do speak when spoken to. So, would you like to say hello, uh, new dad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Yeah, for listen, that that might be all you say the entire day, mm-hmm. but if you're going to sit here and watch and observe like 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 you're on some kind of pedestal, 
you're going to be involved. We're bringing you into the shit with us. Well, you know, it's funny. It just we, we basically threw this out there. It's, hey, you want to get lunch? And uh, we're like, all right, well, let's delay lunch for about. And an also, hour. I had a backpack of his that was needed that needed to get picked up, and I don't think he knew that he was walking directly into something where he'd have a microphone around his face. Yeah. But here we are. Speaking of people that got involved with the show and didn't expect um, to be uh, a part of the show, Meg Han from a few weeks back has wrote us back. Meg Han wrote back, and for those of you that don't know, Meg Han wrote uh, something of a. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little shout out of a Colleen Hoover novel. Colleen Hoover is a romantic novelist. She's a good friend of mine. She's fantastic. She has put out a book, I think. Either that or she was just in New York. Either way, she didn't tell me. But uh, I did see on Instagram. But very long thing about how she was in a lover's quarrel. And she had a, I don't know what the hell happened. The two marriages were ended because she's, um, and then the guy pretty much dropped her. And she wrote back an equally long email that I'm not going to read because uh, I think that was a comment that we got a lot of, right? That I'm bad at reading. Uh, I didn't see that. I, I think you're good. You're good at reading. I might just be making that up. Yeah. So long story short, though, and this is a long story short, she sent the very long thing, and we were pretty harsh on Meg Han, and she's a very good sport for letting us do all of that. But uh, she basically said, and this is, just sums up the whole thing towards the end, thanks for being harsh. It was a good eye-opener on how much I need to move on from, and get past this relationship. And you know what, Meg Han? That's where you're already wrong because you're so quick to accept our harsh criticism. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> Pull it together, Meg. Give us shit. She should be yelling at us, I think. Nando, did you listen to the Meg Han episode? Yeah, of course. And what, did you have, I listened to all of your episodes. Did you have an opinion? Uh, I mean, I thought that was a lot to uh, to throw on a Dear Abby podcast where you answer old Dear Abby questions. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, <laughs> but we I, haven't answered old Dear Abby questions in a minute. Well, we should probably acknowledge, and this is fine. I'm, I'm okay with this, but um, people send us more serious questions than I expected them to send. Yeah. You guys open up the floodgates, I think. I was expecting, like, wedding hashtag questions, um, housewives questions. Yeah, yeah. I have to explain how much I drink to someone later. Right. Would you rather fight 12... Yeah, horse-sized horse size you know, chicken and yeah, chicken-sized right. horses. Yeah. I thought it was going to be one of those shows, and um, it's not. It cuts deep. And look, and that's nice. That's what we're here for. And honestly, I actually was very pleased that Megham was not upset with us. She took our advice and apparently is moving forward with it, which I thought was actually was good advice. We've I've been in this this biz for such a long time now, guys, that when we're recording something, I, I kind of become something of a different person where I don't think – Cause keep in mind, when we did television, we did reality TV, we would film about 12 hours a day, and about three minutes of those days would make it to television. So most of the things I said would never really get back to the people that I was talking about and the things that I was talking about. That's true. And they didn't apply to the TV show, so they were like, we're not going to put all your weird rants on, on TV. And um, now I realize that this is a much quicker turnaround. So I was like, when, Meghan's, when I saw Meghan's email response, I was like, Oh shit, she's not fictional. Like these are all real people with real problems. <laughs> but I still plan on being very one-sided with all of my opinions. And I'm going to give it all like I did to Meghan. Now, what do you mean by one-sided? Like I, I really I I tried to, I don't know if one-sided was the right word. Are More, you playing a character or are you giving real advice? Something in between. Okay. I'm, um, I like to, I, I like to be real with the people. No, I mean I'm real. It's it's the advice I would give and I would never talk to my friends the way I talk to mm -hmm. the but you have to realize that there's, there's an yeah. entertainment factor. Well, you know what? Speaking of real people, you got to get after it. One of the other things that we got in the Dear Albie mailbag, I saw was a direct response to something you said. On about two podcasts ago. Oh, I'm reading right now something you said. 
Something that I said. Yeah. Something a direct response to something you said. Are you talking about the blonde thing? Oh, I'm talking about the blonde thing, yeah. That's something you said. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm uh the uh uh yes. No, so no, no, I, but, but I it, asked the question, ugliest person you you'd hook up with sober. Yes. Right? And she was offended. And your answer was simply blonde. <laughs> well, no, I just said that I wasn't attracted to blondes. I'm not attracted to, to blonde haired girls so for whatever she, reason. She went on to say, Dear Aldi, uh here you, listen guys. This is be my suggestion for Dear Alvi questions moving forward. And I've said this in previous episodes. If you can condense it to a tweet, an old tweet, 140 characters or less, I think we could get a lot more questions out. Or spill your heart out. One or spill your heart out. But the, some of these are long. And that being said, this one's not long. This is just me being a baby about it. First, I need to say I'm a huge Housewives Last Manjo fan. Uh, loving the podcast so far. However, I was a little offended. And the last one, when Chris asked the ugliest person you'd sleep with sober, Alan uh, essentially just answered blonde. Oh, I thought you literally answered blonde. I said I said I'm not attracted to blonde. Oh, I thought oh that would have been really funny if you just said blonde. You could I, probably have your guy pull up that clip. It, it would have been from funnier. the old episode and play it like right we, now. We'll, we'll have to ask. Right? We'll have to ask for that right now. Or a bird. Ugliest person you'd sleep with sober. Um, you know it's a hard one. That's a really hard one to answer. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I, you know, I don't think I've never dated a blonde. Period. English word blonde. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you ever I'm slept sure with a blonde? Uh, but give me your answer, bro. I'm giving my answer. I'm trying to think. I'm trying have to you think. ever slept with a blonde-headed woman or men? No. I'm, I, I'm. Don't make me name one. I will. <laughs> like a naturally blonde girl? Oh, I don't know. I yeah, mean, I, come on. I mean, I mean serious. You're getting very. Actually, natural blonde is a dying. Oh my God. All right, we're wrapping up. Gotta go. See, little magic, guys. It didn't actually happen in our room, but it happened in your ears Boom. just now. So, um, although I'm more attracted to darker-haired men, often hear from people you need to date against your type if uh, you want something more beautiful and lasting. I've never heard that. Have you heard that? Darker. You're the only married person in this room. Did you? Did, does your wife fit your type? Uh, yeah. Are you more in love right now than you've ever been? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Every day I fall more in love. Well, uh, well, you have a newborn. Is that personal? Should I not say that? No, you can. Have, yeah, whatever. Does that change your? Does that change the way you look at your wife? Is she like now more than just your wife? Yeah, I guess it's trite. Like when you put, you're in the room when she, all the stuff is going down, and it's like crazy. Did she yell at you? No, no. It was. Uh, we had long, we had long labor. It was pretty, pretty intense stuff. For those of you also that don't know, <laughs> Nando, <laughs> the person to my left, I, I really, I tried to get him on a bunch of times. Um, Nando, I met when we were doing uh, Fantasy Network, and uh, he. I don't know. We, we did a bunch of stuff together and uh, just a good guy, but he's one of the nicest people you'll meet. So when we ask him questions, you're going to get answers like this of everything was just <laughs> what do you want her to say? side yeah. of the story. Very vanilla. It was, you know, it was very, you know, it's a tough day yeah. and it was great, but we powered through. We have our blessing. I, no, I'm not you like say an optimistic blessing. wimp or anything. No, no, it's just, not. you know, it's, you asked if I, I don't know, loved her more. I guess I loved her the same, but like to see her go through that was pretty harrowing. Like, does, it, does it feel like a favor? Like you've done this for me. Yeah, like does it feel a little bit? Child? I mean, it's both of your child, <laughs> no, but does it feel a little bit like a favor of like holy shit? Like I feel a little guilty because you did a lot more work than <laughs> this me. Here. This is all my idea. Yeah, this is this. Like sorry, I made this kind of like. In fact, it feels a little bit like today where Al wanted to have something. Yeah, I, I lied totally. This I is like, exactly like how Al wanted. You gotta, you gotta get out of the house, man. Like you know, it's not <laughs> right what's going on, and then all of a sudden, boom! Oh, by the way. Sit around. Nando, is this basically like having a child? That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm asking. Exactly. Okay. That's what I am. It's like having two. It's what I am. <laughs> so somehow we got there from this blonde question, but uh, I was pissed by his response, uh, writes uh, Laura from Boston, by the way. Oh, holla, Boston. Um, anyway, I was pissed by his response, but I did uh, inspire a question. Side note, my answer would have been Pete Davidson. 
Dear Albie, what do you think of the concept of having a type? Do you think you should stick to your type or be open to others in dating? Now, this is going to get a massive reaction out of my brother. I don't think I have a type. That is nonsense. <laughs> so I, I, I think weirdly, I just like what I like and I like what I'm attracted to. Now, I'm not exactly against going outside of what, you know, the vast majority uh, aesthetically have looked like that I've dated. But like at the end of the day, um, what is that? I don't think I'm very like, you know, just pin straight brunette dark features, you know, brown eyes, like, you know, typical Italian girl looking type of thing. Sloan from Entourage. You just said I don't have a type and then described your type. No, no, no. He said to me, what is the, the vast majority of girls that I've dated, what do they look like? And I, you know, that to me is what, what it is. I'm not against going away from that. It's just, you know, I'm not attracted to it's certain, not, you know, no, It's the vast majority the way that most presidents have been white males. Like there's maybe there's one exception who is half not what it's been every single time. It's not like if I meet somebody and I like them, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you're not my type. Like, you know, it's if I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. I have yet to be really attracted to a blonde haired girl. That hasn't happened. That is insane to me. It just hasn't now, happened. I, I truly I'm an equal opportunist. I think um, there's duty to be found in all. Um, but to me, I think it's I think it's weird to have. Like, if I were you, Al, and we've never really had this conversation, and I've never had this thought until just now. I, like, if I were to stop dating the person that, I, that I've been dating, uh, whose name I, I don't, I can't figure out if we're ever going to use or not, but. Let's call her Bean. Um, sure. So, if, if that were to happen, I would probably need someone that looks completely opposite. Because you don't want to be reminded. I, yeah, it would be something of like, okay, I, I don't, I, I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm I'm chasing that relationship. I mean, it would have to depend how it ended too. I well, guess. Do you think that I have that? Do you think I have that problem? Well, that's, that's my question for you now. Like, is it maybe something? Does this all go back? I don't want to say the name. It'd be funny, but does this all no, go back to your no, high no, school no. to your high school love? Maybe you're chasing that. I, if uh, I were to randomly become single, I wouldn't be chasing something that looked exactly like the person that I'm dating now because mm. it would be a lot of reminders, and I would want to feel like a truly fresh start. So for me, I feel like you've just been in one really long relationship for a really long time. I mean, from an anxiety <laughs> With the girl who changes her personality a little bit yeah. all of the time. Um, I don't know. I think I, – I don't – you know what's really funny? I've never thought about that until you said it. I don't even recognize features between exes in, in a weird way. I just, for whatever reason, just haven't. Um, I think I just kind of – like I said before, I like what I like. And I don't know that – but by a type, I feel like when you say type – it is cookie cutter. You don't ever go outside of that. I definitely do. But I think the thing for me has always been just for whatever reason, like what am I supposed to do? I'm going to date somebody I'm not attracted to to prove a point. Like that's not how it works. Like if, I, if I'm attracted to a blonde girl one day, I will absolutely date the living shit out of whoever that blonde girl is. Date the but, living shit out of But I'm just saying like it hasn't happened. What do you want to yell at me for? You know what? I dated a blonde girl in college. You're not, uh, not uh, You know what? Well, some of my best friends are blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. Let's move on. What else we got? Um, I we should probably. I like being open with you guys. We're slightly more unprepared. Are we on this Dear Abby question now? I only have. Let's do that. Three things. Okay. Yeah. On yeah. uh, May nineteenth, nineteen ninety two, guys. I was almost three years old when this question was asked. That's crazy. I was almost three. I was five days away from being three years old. Yeah. Imagine that. Do you have memories from that date? Uh, ninety two. No, some of my earliest memories are ninety four. Those are. I remember the Rangers winning the Stanley Cup. Okay. Um, I remember the TV I watched it on. I remember 
being upset but not really knowing why because I know mm. you and dad were upset so I was like I'll be upset too we're, yeah. we're a devil's family oh um before that I also had a hernia in one of my balls I think it was a hernia right yeah but I think that was a lot that wasn't and before it, that well, no I think it was before no I think you didn't and have the that's ball I think my really truly earliest memory is that because then I had to get drained because it was the size of a softball, Nando. I'm as looking a kid? at you. Yeah, yeah. As a kid. I mean, a baby. That's terrible. And I can't eat cherries now because of that. What do you mean you can't eat cherries because of that? Because That's they a had a, thing? they had a gas where like they they knocked you out and it, they asked me to pick a flavor and I said marshmallow, which they didn't have. And then again, this is my earliest like distinct memory, I think. And they chose cherry, and I instantly threw up. Oh. And now I can't eat cherries ever again. That is, I feel like I feel like I've seen you but, like drink Shirley Temples. Regardless, shit. what I'm getting at is. Um, well, that's that's different. That's grenadine. I can't eat a cherry. Um, it's not the worst thing. I mean, who eats nah, a lot of cherries? cherries. Don't really? cherries. Yeah, never so, uh, what I'm getting at, though, is I might have been getting my ball drained exactly when this question was asked. <laughs> cool. Got it. Uh, dear Abby, not Abby, this is Abby. Not long ago, a friend of mine called and asked if I would uh, go to her with a concert that evening. She said, this is uh, written really weird. Like, it's like there's one of the gaps in it. She said that the person who was supposed to go with uh, with her backed out at the last minute, thinking she didn't want to go by herself. I told her that I would be glad to go with her. Two weeks later, she asked me when she could expect the $30 for the ticket to the concert. Abby, to tell you the truth, I didn't really want to go to the concert. She used the code word concert a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't use the word that many times. Mm. Um, I just went with her because I thought she was doing a favor and I really didn't want to owe her anything. I will pay her to just to shut her up. Am I wrong here? Um, that's an interesting question. But anytime I'm invited to anything, I say, sure. How much for the tickets? I'll Venmo you now, which didn't exist in 92 in her defense. But whoa, we're in Hoboken, New Jersey, guys. The soothing sounds of Hoboken, New Jersey in the background is our other guest. I should have mentioned that a little bit earlier. Um, you're going to hear some car noises, some ambulances, some fire trucks. But uh, Al, what say you? I think my, my whole theory behind invites is this. If you invite somebody to something like an event or some kind of thing, uh, typically speaking, like I wouldn't invite somebody unless I was paying for the stuff. Or I, if it was a little bit different where it's, I said to somebody like, hey, do you want to get tickets to like if we're going to the Giants game? And I say, hey, you want to go to the Giants game? Let's get tickets. That's one thing. But if I'm saying to you, I'm going to the Giants game. Do you want to come with me? I think the expectation is a little bit different. Yeah. I, and I also like – so if I'm invited to a concert, and this has happened a bunch of times, I'll buy every beer in the world for this person that I'm going with. I'll, get them, I'll buy dinner. I'll do whatever I have to do. Um, and then if you were to say, oh, the ticket was this amount of money, I wouldn't complain. But I would be like, well, now I know that's, that's the person you are with like not giving me the heads up until it's done. I've never run into this problem. Um, the I don't know if, it's just, if this was scanned onto the computer. I can't read Abby's answer. It's very – it's. It's very gappy and blurry. Really? Yeah. Do you but want to it, read it for you? No, it's okay. It's not a big deal. But but she basically gets at is you were see what I'm saying here? Uh she basically says you were invited, they didn't mention anything about the price. You're not wrong, but why not pay them just to shut them up? Yeah. Surely you jest. Yeah, you're right. It's it's weird, right? Yeah, it's so, this old timey yeah, newspaper I mean, print. It, it's okay. But um yeah, I mean, I, I don't go anywhere without asking all the details first. And I mean all of the details first, but I'm also a neurotic. Well, how member. do you feel about dinner? If somebody says to you, hey, I'm dinner. going to this place to dinner, you hear it all the time. Yeah. If you're going to this place for dinner, right? I say to you, oh, I'm going to this spot tonight. Why don't you come with? When somebody invites you to dinner and like all that other stuff, do you feel that it's the same type of rule? 
I never expect. Um, I always go into dinner expecting to to spend money, right? Um, just because it's like I I just get uncomfortable. Too. Yeah, same. I'm with you. But now what? Ha- but what there have been plenty of times where like like if you're older than me and you invite me to dinner, I expect you to pay for me. <laughs> so, but let me ask you this: If you get invited to dinner, right? And you sit down with somebody, whatever, and they do the ordering. Have you been? You've been in like in that situation oh, where like, I'm an alpha. Like, I'm an alpha at the table. Well, if they they sat back and there's a bunch of people that's there, whatever, and they said, "Oh, you know, you got to try this, you got to try this, you got to try this," and they do the ordering for the table. Big shout to TJ Thais. So that to me, <laughs> but TJ uh, TJ pulls that. TJ TJ pulls it on his birthday every year. Oh, well, it's his birthday. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he pulls it. So our friend TJ, who we have to have on the show, and and is probably listening right now, dude. You have a birthday month. It's October, and it's got to stop. Like, yeah. honestly, you're 30. What is he now, 32? He was doing this before Drake, 31? by the way. Before Drake was popular and doing the October thing, yeah. TJ, was, TJ was riding the October wave. But he hit us up, like, as if it was an itinerary for the month. And it'd be like, oh, this is where we're going to be on Friday. This is where we're going to be on also Saturday. And what he was doing, and yeah. you're welcome to join him. Like, he went to a Bruno Mars concert by himself. Like, for his birthday. Really? Not on his birthday, but just it was it's something to do in October, and he went. Like by himself? I'm pretty sure he went by himself. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. I could go to dinner by myself. I don't. That's about as far as it goes. I don't think I could do a concert oh, by I myself. I love going to the movies by myself. Oh, movies, yeah. That's fine. I could do a concert by oh, myself. Oh, Meg Han really? mentioned in her email that she was uh, – Meg Han in her email mentioned that um, she also was very touched by A Star is Born, by the way. Listen, have you seen A Star is Born, Nando? No. Uh, Are you a crier? This in is, movies? No, not really. Really? No, I don't think it, not ever. Probably the second what? time. Oh, really? So. See, oh. and that goes into what I was saying before. How funny because I have on this this. I, I know everyone thinks I'm this really big, strong, tough guy because that's what I give off, you know. Yeah. But the truth is, I cry in movies. Like, well, you tell at, me you cry at commercials. I cry in commercials. Like, I'll cry at anything. Th- what kind of a commercial sets you off? Um, I mean, I could go through the channels and find something probably, but anything. I'll tell you anything that um. Involves usually it's happy crying, like I don't sad cry very often. I know could, you're probably too young for this, but there were these commercials from the Church of Jesus, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Probably would have made me cry, like during the Saturday morning cartoons and everything. Well, you should look them up on YouTube after this. I bet you at least two of them would make you cry. Were they like? They're like people? early '80s, just like really these feel good. I felt, I think it's, I forget if it's Seventh Day Adventists or Mormons or whatever. I'll but, tell you uh, what'll get me every time, like E60. Anything ESPN right before a college game, there's always some kind of college kid that was born like, yeah. like he was born a pinky and he evolved into another a real a full person and something like that, and it's always super sad. They have a lot of sad, uh, sad um, stories. I'll, yeah, I mean, I I actually love commercials. Like I won't just cry them. Like I love like JG Wentworth commercials. I really love them. You know which ones I'm talking about? Eight seven seven cash now. Yeah, and <laughs> like it's the catchy and like, song. I don't even know what a structured settlement is, <laughs> <laughs> but I like I'm like shit. I kind of want one just so I can call eight seven seven cash now and just see if I can get this bread like right now because that's what they advertise. I love anything local. Any local commercials I'm really, really into. Like, you know, like, We Make Buying Fun and Easy is a um, big one around here. Cambridge Paving Stones is a good one. Cambridge, but the best, the best guy with commercials when I was living in the Bronx, this would happen all the time, was, I, I'm trying to think of his name, but it was the Hip Hop Magician. That's pretty great. I know who you're talking about. Um, th- the best commercials ever. And the hip hop clown. The hip hop um, clown. I'm trying um, to think. Uh, Uncle Magic. Uncle Magic, Uncle the hip-hop Magic. magician. Yeah. Un-freaking-believable, the best commercials on the planet. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Those were really good. 
Um, I mean, all you know what else? And today, I, I hate to date the episode, but um, today is election day, which if you have an Instagram, you know that. Yeah. Um, those commercials are like the type of cutthroat shit that I'm here for. Like, I they this dude Bob Menendez. I don't know anything about him. I really don't. One time I saw him at Hudson Tavern in Hoboken. That's all I got, though. But the commercials that this guy is paying for and oh, the commercials yeah. people are paying against him, yeah. he is in a he is in a battle. Yeah, like Bob like, Menendez takes 14%. Like that guy, <laughs> really Bob Menendez and whoever he's running against, they need to have a Dana White-style weigh-in where they stare at each other's face and talk on microphones. Like, I know that's called a debate, but... They need to make it a little it less. There's a thing already. <laughs> There's a thing. Yeah, but I don't want. We can't have uh, like Candy Crowley or whatever the hell her name is doing it. We need well, Dana White. Well, I I said for a while, and you know this will. You know maybe we should tease another uh, while we're here. I know you want to go to lunch and everything, but maybe we'll we'll bust out one more because to date it again, Housewives is coming back, and um, I was made aware of that from one of the uh, Dear Albie mailbag questions. No joke. We have a bunch of those. Maybe we'll get to them. But Andy Cohen, I always said, either like an Andy or a Dana White or somebody like from a pop culture perspective should do like just a fun debate. We're like, here's just a bunch of fun things we're going to ask you. Like that gets to know them on a personal level, a personality level and all that other stuff. So it's not as like policy involved in this and that. Now, obviously, the debates have already taken a different kind of a turn and I'm here for it. I would love fun debates. You know, but it should be. I thought Andy should do one. Dana White, I think, would be another really good one. Uh, you know? I think so, people like Trump. Well, like, Trump turned it into it's, he wasn't like he didn't have rehearsed answers. Oh, and, it's entertaining. That probably helped him. He was entertaining. Yeah. Well, Trump, like for instance, on the Super Bowl when the Patriots played the Falcons, he predicted Patriots are win by eight. That's not a football score. So, like, I would have liked to have known that before. Yeah. He ran for the presidency. I'd like it if they were to say, "Hey, what's a typical football score?" And him versus Hillary Clinton of like, "Hey, Falcons versus Patriots. What's the final score of this game?" I could be entertained for 15 minutes watching them just come up with fake scores because neither of them know what they're talking yeah. about. What else don't oh, they Trump know about? Football. He, don't, he owned a football team. How he? long? Yeah, the they USFL. Did. Yeah, USFL. Oh, really? How that, long? Maybe that, that'll make you What cry. the hell is yeah. the USFL? No, it was like the, the league before. Well, some of the teams a, got folded into the NFL. Yeah, it was like a break-off league. Yeah. It was kind of like whatever XFL and AFL yeah. are going to be. If we had a different audience, I could do an hour on the XFL coming back. But well, I, I'm pretty certain that Let me ask you this. this. What kind of questions would you ask besides, like, you know. Oh, you that's have, a good game. All right, so let's throw out the whole idea of this podcast and let's do that. So let's say <laughs> I like this game. That's fun. What's something. So first of all, who's running for president? Who's the Democrat? Who's the Republican? Are uh, we doing well, Hillary Trump or are we doing like potential? I, I think you're just a, pretty much you've got everybody. I mean, so like, why don't you do a, a primary? Because you got like, like eight people in the primary. Trump doesn't want to see Cory Booker in a in a talking about pop culture debate. Yeah, it's not going to go well. He doesn't want to see him. There. I don't think. I don't think you want to see. I don't him. know, man. Trump's tight with Kardashians. I think he's dialed into pop. Yeah, culture. he actually oh, knows. Like, yeah. I mean, think about it. He's going to say, "Well, look, I had Kanye." That's, that's true. What he's going to say yeah. Kanye in my office. Think of all the people who are on the Celebrity Apprentice too. Yeah, like I think he knows. I mean, I don't know how much was him, how much was a producer. The guy's, you know, he's got casting chops. Well, what are the questions? What are the questions? Well, that's that's asked? what I'm asking you. Who you want to know about the person who's this is a pop country? culture thing. So these are the the secondary questions, the questions that are not important that you want to know from your world world leader, right? That's like the yeah. basis of this debate. Like, how long do you wait? Like, how long is too long to wait for an Uber? When do you cancel and then call the other one? Because you know, is it like? Do you tip when you do pickup orders? You could just run all your old mailbag. Like, do you, is your toilet paper going up or down? Yeah, um, yeah. I, 
you know what? I wish we prepared a little bit more for this. I think we'll have to do solicit, have them send in the questions for the yeah. Love what people. We should do that. Uh, and you know what else we should do? Get two fucking politicians on here and make this thing happen. Wow, I like it. I bet you'd get the Hoboken mayor. He seems like a dude who would do anything. I I. Ravi Ravi Bala. Bala. We could probably do that. We uh, I don't know how interested he would be in doing it once he hears the previous podcast. <laughs> but I would I mean I'm pretty sure we can get our hands on some kind of senator or congressman or something and we could be like, listen, can you get somebody? We don't care what side of the aisle. We just gotta get this debate off. I like it. Well I think I'll tell you what, with that, we're gonna try and get some politicians on. Hit us up, dear Albie mailbag. If you know a politician, hit us up. Do you yeah. think you were gonna say that sentence gonna... today when you woke up? My life's taking a lot of weird turns But you know what While we, while we got you here I'm going to delay for another 30 minutes this, this lunch situation We have a ton of mailbag questions Housewives related We knew this day would come You know Why don't we go through it And if everybody You want to stick with us uh, You know And if you hear this and Maybe you want to throw in Some of your own I'm sure this This show is back Chris They're doing another one of those I heard Yeah Um, I, I want our cousin Ashley to show me her voter registration form. Okay. She said she voted today, and I want to see it. <laughs> you want to see the? Re- like, I want to see it. Okay. Ashley, this is a public challenge. All right. I'm asking to see I like your that. Vote. I'm asking to see your voter ID. Dear Albie Mailbag at Gmail, uh, I think we can try and spin this off. Let's try and get into another one. Uh, Housewives related. You guys asked for it, so you know what? We'll do it begrudgingly, but we will do it. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.